Welcome to the Elite Coach Podcast. The podcast designed to give personal trainers and online coaches the tools they need to be more confident when taking on new clients, increase client retention by delivering a five-star service, and improve client results through their ability to apply the science to the clients. And if you want more free resources to help you along the way, head over to my Instagram page at Jawade Graham Coach, where you'll be able to get more insights, tips, and guidance on becoming a better trainer faster. But for now, let's get on with the show. In this episode, I'm going to cover why your clients shouldn't diet in the new year. Going to delve into why setting your standards is so important as a personal trainer and answer a question from Instagram about the impact of learning for me and the biggest influence on my career to date. So moving straight on into dieting after the festive season. Well, with Christmas just gone and people already ready to get rid of the Christmas spirit in January, here are three reasons why your client isn't ready to start a diet. The first one is if they've struggled in the past with binge type behavior, Christmas may be a time where a lot of people overconsume food and overconsumption at Christmas, then going straight into a diet can be reminiscent of old habits. Instead, it may be better to spend some time improving their relationship with food, moving the goalpost of the result and giving them a different focus. This also may be a time where you start to bring in outside help from someone that's a little more qualified in this area. The second thing is if their health markers aren't in the right place. So if we're looking at sleep, stress, digestion, recovery and the menstrual cycle for women, these all need to be regulated because all of these will play a role in fat loss and adherence. The Christmas period can throw several of these factors off kilter. So a priming phase just after Christmas may be a good idea to bring everything back into balance. And lastly, if their goal doesn't require an immediate diet, then you probably shouldn't diet them just after Christmas. So let's say somebody has a holiday in August. You may not need to start the diet in January. Instead, you could go through a mini gaining phase where you put all the food consumed previously to good use in training and performance. So you might have a focus on beating a logbook or improving certain lifts or exercises or progressing there. And if you do decide to do that, your client may have the idea, just like everyone else does, that starting the dieting process in January is going to be the most beneficial. But this is where you can use your expertise in mapping the journey and managing phases. That's where that kind of comes into its own. And obviously, when I'm speaking about this, there is no right or wrong. And there is more than one way to skin a cat. But when everyone is heading in one direction, sometimes it's good to go against the grain as long as you can justify your decision making. Next up, I'm going to speak about setting your standards as a personal trainer. And it's something that's come up in a lot of conversation recently. And for me personally, I think that how you do one thing is how you do everything. And I've noticed that all the coaches that get really outstanding results have one thing in common. They pay attention to the details. Now, that doesn't mean you need to go away and create a list of standards because we've all done lists in the past that we write and never look at again. But you should have some non-negotiables at the forefront of your mind when going through sessions and going about your day-to-day business. And just to start off with a little bit of a rant, 
It amazes me that I have to say this in 2024, but you don't have your phone in sessions. If you use a coaching app, get yourself an iPad or a tablet. It's way more acceptable than your phone. And the amount of times I've been training in a gym that I don't work at and I see coaches on their phone is astonishing. So just by being attentive and not having your phone on the gym floor, it puts you above 60% of trainers already, which I shouldn't really have to say, but I do. And you've probably heard a lot of the other standards, so I won't spend the rest of this episode going through a list of do's and don'ts, but the phone thing for me was worth a mention just because I see it so frequently and it pisses me off. So what I will say though is pay more attention to the details. Look at some of your favourite brands if you need a little bit of inspiration and think about what they do differently. Do they remember your birthday? Do you get a welcome pack when joining? Do you get greeted at the door when you arrive? All these things, these fairly little things, merge together to one big thing. And what they will do is set the tone for your client. It shows you care and it shows you take pride in your work. So when you expect a lot from yourself, you can then start to expect a lot from them as well. But it all starts with you. And when you do start to expect a little bit more from them, it's justified because you're not asking them to do something that you wouldn't do yourself. It's another way of leading from the front. So you've heard me speak about leading from the front in the past, walking the walk and going through your own transformation. But the other side of that is how you are with clients. So if you're asking them to make changes to their health and nutrition and you say, I'm going to do your change by this evening, but then it takes three to four days, well, you can't then expect them to start tracking instantaneously. You have to lead from the front in every single thing that you do. Okay, so rant over and I'm going to close this one out by answering a question from Instagram and this one is about the biggest impact on my career to date and my progression through education within the field. So first of all, the biggest impact for me was my time at M10 and even before I worked there, I completed their mentorship and this really opened my eyes to what was possible within the industry and why it was so good to me, which is very rare nowadays, were the practical weekends because we got fed a lot of theory through webinars and live calls, but three times within the six months, so once every couple of months, we had the opportunity to go down for a practical weekend that allowed for the practical application. And I remember the first weekend, the very first weekend, in fact, the very first thing we did on the first weekend was actually to train the coaches' clients. So the M10 mentors and coaches, they brought their clients into the gym and we actually trained them. And for me, it was daunting and nerve-wracking. And I remember, um, I think, I'm not sure who it was, but I took a session and I one of the coaches or the clients that I coached, I had them doing burpees and star jumps at the beginning of the beginning of the session as a warm up and looking back I got some feedback that was like why did you do this not that it's wrong but I couldn't justify why I did that so that was a big learning curve but that came from not just sitting behind a computer screen it was actually getting out into the real world and applying what we were learning this then transitioned into me a few months later becoming a part of the team and 
throughout the next three and a half years, I was just immersed in one of the best team environments I've ever been in. And of course, there were some downsides, which has taught me a lot about how to manage people and ensuring that the coaches I now work with feel valued within their own environments and the industry. So even with that perceived negative, it still turned into a positive. But in terms of the biggest, the one biggest influence, if I had to single out one experience, it would be my time at M10. Another huge impact for me has been my mentor, Simon. He's helped me find my voice in the industry from a business standpoint and particularly social media. So if you were to scroll back down the whole of my page, my content was absolutely terrible. But Although I knew what I was speaking about with clients and how to get results, I didn't know how to get my message across on social media. And he's essentially shown me alternative ways of communicating my message without sounding the same as everyone else. And for me, it was a way to be unique, but not just be unique for the sake of being unique. And the 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 breakthrough moment for me was comparing it to a personal training session so just like when you take a session you wouldn't give every client the same exercise program or at least I'd like to think you wouldn't and with Simon his advice isn't cookie cutter it's specific to me and my beliefs so there were some things that I was like hey I'm on board of this there were some things I was like there's absolutely no way I'm doing this but he didn't push back and say like you have to do this just because everyone else is he took on board my personal beliefs and opinions and worked around that and just moving on now to my progression through education because it touches upon my time at m10 and it's being fairly simple really if i'm being honest so going through the mentorship gave me a broad understanding of all the topics I'd need to be able to take someone from A to B. And after that, it's literally just been about me following my interest. So my interests over lockdown was anatomy and drawing anatomy and how things work with the body. And this led me down the whole biomechanics rabbit hole. And I found Integra. I'm not sure how I found Integra, but I found Integra and Michael, who, again, has had a really big influence on my career to date, not just in his knowledge, like I always call him the guru, but not just in his knowledge, but in the way he teaches. And the way he teaches is really unique because he has a way of allowing you to answer your own questions. And if you do trip things up or get things a little bit wrong, he doesn't make you feel stupid and The way he teaches is something I've modelled in my own teaching process when mentoring other coaches as well. But with the education side of things, the one thing that I've learned and seen a lot more since I've been a little bit more prominent in the whole Instagram and social media realm is that there's so much information out there that it can be overwhelming. So what's really helped me with how to learn and retain information was to apply it straight away. And it's now part of my mantra that application is everything. So nowadays, if I can't apply something straight away, it means that I probably don't need to know it. Unless, of course, that's something I'm really interested in. So that for me is why it's so big on my agenda. Because if I can't apply it and I don't need to know it, then I probably won't teach it to any of the coaches that I work with. So all the coaches I work with, whether it's a transformation or the mentoring process, 
if I can't explain the why or how behind something, I probably won't implement or teach it. So again, my journey through the industry has kind of been a little bit of a, a, a very steep upward traje- trajectory. And I think for me, the most important thing was the environment that I placed myself in. I always search for this feeling of being uncomfortable. I think I mentioned it before. And for me, putting myself or getting myself around that environment at M10 where everyone was light years ahead of me at the time and in my head, being competitive the way I am, I'm like, I'm going to catch up with these guys. How long it takes, I don't know. But for me, it's always being the biggest thing from my career and progress has been searching for that feeling of being uncomfortable. And whenever I do get comfortable, I then move on to something that puts me or places me in another place of feeling uncomfortable. Hopefully that helps. That's it for this episode of the Elite Coach Podcast. Remember, if you like what you heard in this episode, head over to my Instagram page for more help becoming a better coach. And it would be great if you left a rating and review on Spotify or Apple Podcast, whichever platform you're tuned in from. But until next time...